are listening to Move With Radiance, a podcast all about helping you release who you should be so you can step into who you really are. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to live our biggest, brightest lives. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome to Move With Radiance. I am your host, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Friday. Happy July. That's crazy. Like so crazy. I cannot believe it's July already. Uh, well, all right, let's, let's talk about this because I wasn't originally going to share this today, but you know, why not? Let's be spontaneous, spontaneous. There's the word. It's crazy. It's July, not only because it's July and that's so weird. I feel like it was January yesterday, but I know I've been talking about the last few weeks that some big things are happening over here and I wasn't going to share it today, but we're going to share it today. Why not? Let's do it. So last month in June, Eric and I started talking about what our plans were moving forward when it came to our lease. So our lease for the place that we're in, we've been here for like two years and we were talking about, well, let's just find another place here in Salt Lake and do that instead of resigning the lease and we'll hang out here for a while. We know like Salt Lake's probably not going to be our forever home, but you know, we were thinking since Eric has a job that he really loves right now here and he obviously is not commuting right now because of COVID, but we had said, okay, well, when things, you know, go back to normal, we'll just find a new place around here and continue for now. And that was the plan. And then shortly after, Eric received news that his company was going fully remote. And so they weren't re-signing their lease. I don't think they're ever going to re-sign their lease again. And so this put us in this position where both of us are essentially remote employees. And we started talking. And um, something that we had been talking about really since we started dating and even before that I had had thoughts of this we had talked about at some point in our lives we wanted to move into our van <laughs> and I always had this dream that I would be I'd have my own business and I'd be working from the road and could be this fully remote employee employee I mean if I'm <laughs> I'm CEO, whatever, (laughs) be working for myself, being able to be fully remote with my own company and living in the van. And for so long, that just seemed like an impossible thing. Like it seemed so far-fetched. And there was a point in time I remember, I remember actually writing this down with somebody. Uh, I think she was a life coach talking about um, my brain is now going six different directions. So I'm like, when was that? It was at an old job. They brought in a coach to talk about, talk to us about just behavior stuff, I think, or, you know, mindset stuff. And 
ended up having a session with her where I started talking about living in the van and owning my own business. And when I was telling her that, I was like, that is so impossible. It is so impossible. And it's just, it's crazy because we're at this point where we're going to do that. And it's obviously not going to be the same as the vision I haven't had in my head for so long of what this would look like because of COVID and the precautions that we need to make sure that we're taking to keep ourselves and everyone else safe. And we're primarily just going to be visiting family for the next six months, but it's happening. And I share this because one, I'm going to be on the road for the next six months or so. And I'll be sharing all the things about, about that experience. But two, just to encourage you to give yourself and your dreams and the things that you want to do with your life a chance. Don't shut yourself off because it seems impossible. It's okay that it might feel impossible, but that doesn't also mean that we get to shove it in the back of our head and ignore it and say, that's not actually something I can have ever. I talk about this all the time, but it's not about being fearless when we pursue these things or when we start exploring this stuff. Like fear comes up. It's going to come up. If we're, if we're leveling up, if we're stepping outside of our comfort zone, if we're playing big in life, we're going to have fear. But don't let that be the thing that holds you back from taking action on the things that you want. Because if I would have listened to that fear four years ago, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing this. So, yeah, I don't know what the next six months is going to look like. It's brought up a it's brought up a lot of fear for me in in showing some uncertainty coming up and and feeling my external environment shifting and not knowing what things are going to look like for me. And then leaning into that and, and getting curious about it and working through it. And so, yeah, it's been a really interesting month. <laughs> it happened so quickly, but we just decided, you know, we have to jump on this experience. I always talk about if not now, when, and I had to give myself that advice when we started talking about it, because again, like a lot of uncertainty and fear came up for me, but you just, you get to move through it. And if it's something that you desire for yourself, we get to do that. We get to work through it so that we can create the outcome, not even the outcome, but so that we can create the, start taking the steps that we want to take to get closer and closer to the things that we desire. I, I changed from creating the outcome because we can't always control the outcome. <laughs> we have to be open to that, but we can like control the way that we show up. And we can control making that decision of taking the next step and whatever happens, happens, but don't hold yourself back. Don't let the fear, don't let all of that keep you stuck and keep you from exploring the things that you desire because it is possible. It's so possible. So a little rant on what's happening here the next few weeks, the next few months, it's going to be a crazy week next week, getting everything all packed up because we're leaving like very, very, very soon. So here we go. Buckle up. Did not expect this to happen. I will tell you that. That is why we cannot uh, create 
we, we have to keep our minds open and options open for things to change because life has its own plan and we just get to follow along and lean into it. So crazy. Anywho's again, was not expecting to share that, but when it feels right, it feels right. So here we are today though. I wanted to talk about a subject that has been coming up quite frequently, actually, ironically for myself too, as I've been exploring all of these life changes, but especially for the, my clients that I'm working with right now, we've just, we're a few weeks into the worthiness formula, which is if you're new, that's my signature one-on-one program, my six month one-on-one program. And, uh, we are a handful of weeks into the program. And by this point, we are exploring a lot. And specifically right now, we're looking at a lot of uncovering our stories around emotion and leaning into emotion and connecting back into our bodies and creating that relationship with ourselves and how to process and be more self-expressive and all those things. And as we start exploring old stories, as we start exploring our current situation, a common thing that comes up and just in general, when we start pursuing a personal development journey or just a journey in general, it's really common for this whole topic of like tough love or love, self-love, all that kind of stuff to come up because when this is just for this example, but this applies to life. But when we start to do new things or when we are on a new journey or when we're uncovering stuff in the way that we actually feel, it's really, really, really easy to want to sit in judgment and shame and guilt and project all of this like self-hate onto ourselves. And I want to talk about why I don't believe in this whole tough love, in this whole motivation with hate. I mean, you guys know I've ta- I talk about shame and hate all the time and how I don't believe that those are motivators, but I want to talk about why and how this can show up in so many different ways and to help us create just more awareness around the way that we are talking to ourselves, the way that we're viewing ourselves, both past and present actions, and how we can start stepping more into releasing that and into a different perspective to continue on with life. Not only just if you're on a a journey of personal development, but just in life, like in life, how we can shift that perspective and not lean on tough love in order to create change in our lives or in order to move forward in our lives. If you've listened to any of my old uh, episodes around just my story, you probably have noticed that tough love was a big motivator for me. And I think this is a big motivator for a lot of people. There's a lot of messages out there that fall under this umbrella of tough love with, it's like the intention is love. Like I want to be better, but the way that we kind of go about it and the way that we tend to go about it is in more of a tough more mean, (laughs) hating way. And this showed up for me so much, especially too, as we start, as I started doing this work, when I would start uncovering things about like my past or things that I tried to push away, things that I was really shameful about, it was really easy to pull that card of like, oh 
God, like, why did I do that? Like, that is so embarrassing or that is so stupid. Like, how could you have made that decision? And I mean, that was how I motivated myself anyways, whenever I, especially when I got into exercise and when I got into this whole realm of endurance sports and even the way that I would, I was going to say the way that I would teach classes in boot camp and stuff, which I don't think that was the case. It was more so I remember telling people, I like to be yelled at. Like, I want people to yell at me and tell me that I suck so then I could prove them wrong. Like, that was always my motivator. <laughs> and the dialogue in my head was always so cruel. And it was like, gosh, you suck. You better get better. You got to prove yourself. You got to go. You got to hustle. Why'd you do that? I got up late. Man, why can't you just get your shit together? Like, it was so mean and negative. And I thought that if I came from that place, I would motivate myself to change my habits or to not repeat old behaviors that I wasn't proud of again. I would, even after like a night of drinking and making poor decisions, the next day I would have so much shame and guilt and just berate myself with just shame and, oh, why'd you do that? And to get rid of that, it would well, we won't go into that yet, but that would pile on top of each other, just so much shame and hate. And I would, back in the day when I was really heavily in my binge restrict cycle with just disordered eating, I would have a really big binge one night and then wake up and shame myself with just hating words and harsh exercise. And I would like punish myself for that. There was always this, like, I would always punish myself whenever I made a mistake. It was this air of, like, I need to punish it so that I don't do that again. Or even just, like, making mistakes in general. I was so hard on myself. So hard on myself. And if you can relate to any of this, just know that I see you. I see you. And I know how hard that is. And I will say right now, it's okay. Like we don't need to add more as if you're uncovering this. I can see adding on top of it. God, why am I so mean to myself? (laughs) Which is then adding on to the meanness, right? We're just packing it on. So right now in this moment, I just take a deep breath. I invite you to take a deep breath. Just put your hand on your heart. And just repeat, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's not pack on more shame and hate right now for uncovering if this is something that you've been turning to. So many of us have been taught or have learned or have picked up just from society in general that talking this way to ourselves is what is going to motivate us into creating change, is what's going to motivate us from not repeating that in the past. But what we are deep down what we are looking for through all of this, through life, what we search for in life as humans, we're all just craving unconditional love. 
we're craving unconditional love. And when we are sitting in this place of shame and hate and being motivated by tough love and talking to ourselves this way to to move out of this thought process, we're just packing it on. We just continue the cycle. We continue making choices out of fear. We continue then piling the shame and the guilt like it just all feeds into one another. It doesn't allow room for growth. It doesn't allow room for us to admit to these these mistakes, to admit to where we're at right now, to accept where we're at right now, to get curious about these things. Because we're so ashamed of those things, we don't want to look at it. And so it does it just it creates a blockage one in our growth but two it doesn't give us the thing we're searching for again when we respond in this way of shame and hate when we respond in this way of tough love deep down we're confirming this thought, this belief of I don't deserve love until I do this and this, until I do enough, until I prove myself, until this changes. We're telling ourselves that in this state right now, exactly as we are, we don't deserve our own love. But at the core of it, there's this part of us deep down. All they want is unconditional love, even when we fuck up, even when a mistake happens. Think about, think about it, right? That's all we want. We just want to be seen and accepted and loved and heard and like exactly like all of it, everything in our messiness. We just want to be loved exactly as we are unconditional love. And so if we are telling ourselves we don't deserve that until all of these things change, if we respond in in a form of hate and disgust and embarrassment and shame and hate and guilt and all these kinds of things, we're not allowing ourselves to feel the thing that we're deeply craving. It just confirms that, that negative thought and belief. And so the good news is we get to shift this. At the end of the day, we decide how we talk to ourselves. We decide how we, we decide what the relationship with ourselves looks like, feels like. We get to decide that. And yeah, it's not always easy. Yeah, we'll slip back. Yeah, this is not an overnight process, but we get to take steps. We get to start changing it. We get to make those decisions. And so in the worthiness formula, there's, we go so, so, so deep in the tools of like, this is like weeks of tools on really deeply shifting this. But for now, something that we can start working on just 
something that I can give you right now to help you to start unpack this and to help you to start looking at things differently and talking to yourself differently is I invite you to start shifting the perspective, to start to sit back and look at how you would speak to somebody else, a loved one, someone that you so love unconditionally. If they were to come to you with the exact same mistake, the exact same situation, what would you say to them? How would you show up for them? How would you create space for them? How would you listen to them? How would you love them? What would it feel like to take that dialogue and have it with yourself? To start looking at yourself, to start feeling the way that you feel, to start feeling how you feel about them, (laughs) how would it feel like to feel about yourself that way? Does that make sense? (laughs) It's a mouthful. What would that unconditional love for yourself start to feel like? And maybe first it just starts with changing the dialogue, with just starting to, to have a little bit more compassion for where you're at right now in the same way that you would have compassion for someone that you deeply loved when they came to you with a similar situation. What would that feel like? Allow yourself to start to explore that and just sit with that. And again, just know that it's okay if this feels weird. It's okay if it feels impossible. If it's okay if it feels untrue. But in order to start shifting, we just have to start getting curious. Because I tell you, I, like, I promise you, having a dialogue of love versus one of hate has allowed me to move forward and accept myself in ways I never knew possible. I like to think about even just, you know, this is past and present choices. I always like to look back if I'm looking at the past and I have a lot of shame and guilt around certain things. It was like, I didn't know what I didn't know. (laughs) I was only doing the best that I could with the tools that I had to survive in that moment. I didn't know what I know now. And she was just trying to move through life in the best way that she could. And why punish her for that? Is that really what she needs right now? When most of the things that she was doing was because she did not feel good enough, was because she did not feel accepted. So why would I pile that on top of that? I can be the one to turn into, like, to to, to accept myself. That's That's all we're looking for. How can we give that to ourselves? And again, be patient, be kind, like be kind. (laughs) Like this, this is a process and this is new and it's a different way of thinking. 
I've talked about this before when we work on really shifting um, our, our rewiring our negative thoughts to more positive ones. It's like those neural pathways are so engraved in our brain. It's, it's like, it's so easy for our brain to think those things. We've thought those things for so long. And so in order for it to shift, we have to give ourselves patience. We have to just have that awareness, curiosity, and then shift it to be conscious of it and repeating it over and over and over. It doesn't change overnight. So get rid of that expectation. Allow yourself to just lean in, to get curious, to start to have that dialogue in your head. I'm mad at myself for not doing this. Okay, so what if my loved one came to me with this exact same thing? How would I approach that? How would, what would I say to them? Okay, can I have that same conversation with myself? What do I really desire in this moment? How do I want to be treated right now? Unconditional love. It's all we desire. It's all, it's all it is. And since being able to shift into that, there has, yeah, like there has been this level of acceptance exactly as I am, even when I fuck up, even when I mess up, even when something goes wrong. And it's something sometimes I still have to tap into consciously. If I really mess up, it's like, okay, we have to sit back for a second. Let's feel this. <laughs> and then we'll come back to this core of, hey, I still love you. We're okay. So that's really what I wanted to share today and just offer a new perspective, a new way of thinking about motivation. <laughs> Said that we're motivation. A new way to think about motivation and, and like discipline. So you can still have those things, but what about coming from a place of love instead? Punishment, punishment doesn't work. What if we did a reward system instead? Just get curious. Allow yourself to show up differently. You have that choice. You get to decide how you want to create a relationship with yourself. If you found this helpful, if you uh, have any questions, I'd love to, to chat with you. <laughs> Come over to Instagram. Oh, not sure if you could hear that motorcycle, but there you go. I have to keep my windows open because there is a weird draft in my office where it sounds like I'm in the Wizard of Oz if I leave the window closed and the wind is winding. Winding. Oh my gosh, guys, I can't talk today. <laughs> And the wind is blowing, it sounds really awful. So you get that noise instead of the wind tunnel noise. Anyways, come on over to Instagram. I'm at Stephanie Dankelson, super easy. And just come and tell me what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. And let me know if you have any questions. I'd love to be able to support you through this. Other than that, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> ah, that's that. That's where we're at. Words, words are hard and that's okay. <laughs> hopefully this offers a new perspective and I just, I love you. I hope you know that. So come over and say hi on Instagram. Let me know if this was helpful for you. Have a wonderful weekend. It's the fourth, right? Don't even know what day it is. So if you're doing something, 
this weekend. Stay safe. I love you so much. And we will see you very soon. Bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.